don't do that anymore. Let's jump, hop into it. We don't do that, man. We go right into it nowadays. True North Views podcast episode ninety. Toronto's official, unofficial podcast discussing hip hop and hip hop culture, R and B, of course, included as well. It's your boy Harris here. You know me, skirt master, Mister Triple Double No Assist. Stealing 64 mil from the Toronto Transit Commission. Because I'm hopping that turnstile. And I tell you I'm an NBA champion. Shout out to me and Toronto Raptors. My name is Just Shola. And as usual, we are giving you our views from the perspective of a couple of first-generation Canadians. First-generation Torontonians on top of that. And let me throw a couple of these in there for you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't know how the bomb was coming. How convenient how is fucking dead? Imagine like five Cardis. That would be so annoying. Damn. Uh, <laughs> now, before we get the show started, of course, let's get the plug going. You can follow us on all platforms at True North Views. That's going to be on YouTube, on Instagram, yes. as well as on Twitter. Twitter? Uh, Twitter, you will find the most activity from us, random tweeting, Random liking, random retweeting, hashtag of the day, topic of the day, whatever it Hello. may be. Just know that there is about a 90% likelihood that it happened while I was Back home smoking meditating. Meditation, you see, is very important. It is. It teaches you two things. It teaches you awareness. Awareness. It teaches you acceptance. Acceptance. And if you can get those two things down, you get these Twitter fingers off. Surprisingly, when you, you are back home um, meditating, you are, your <laughs> awareness is... Back home... Um, <laughs> Meditating. Your awareness yeah. is pretty low. <laughs> well, no, it depends on what kind of meditation you do. Okay, that's uh, true. Some meditations make you super alert, uh, right. super aware. Mm-hmm. Um, other meditations are more sedative yeah. in nature. It makes you know sense. What I'm saying? So, it all uh, depends on what you're doing. <laughs> let's get the show started. Uh, is there anything else for the plug that I'm forgetting? Uh, nope, there is something I do want to say. Please go ahead. Thank you to everyone that is listening to us right now. Jeez. Thank you to everyone that has listened to us in the past. Cheers. And um, thank you to everyone that will listen to us in the future. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Episode 90. It's episode 90, man. It's definitely Ten going away to from be 100. a good one. 10 away from a hundo. Hundo P. You know what I'm saying? Hundo P. Uh, how was your week, though? Basic ass shit. Damn. Oh, I bought a pair of shoes. So, uh, Shout out to Black Cat 4s, you know. That's in the mail somewhere. Should be here by the Thursday. What? Black Cat 4s. Is that some Jordan shit? They are Jordan 4s, all black. I don't fuck with Jordan. Sexy as hell. We know you're contrarian. <laughs> Yo, how was your week, though? Uh, week week was week was very eventful. Oh, I got my water. Got my water. No, Unbranded. Not, not sponsored as usual. Unbranded Um, for now. I'm saying. But, you know, if you want to see, you know, you can put your name there if you You could put know. your name there. You definitely could put your name there. And that's actually going to be a great transition. unintentional segue <laughs> uh, to how my week started. So I want to give a shout out. Uh, to the supplier of this beautiful t-shirt that I'm wearing right now. Just know that if you want to see this t-shirt, you got to check out our YouTube. You do? (laughs) We're not going to say anything about it. We're not going to say anything about it. But Uh, shout out to the sponsor. We we got to say their name. We got to talk about it a little bit. But I want to shout them out. Um, Their name is Noble Authority. Shout out to Noble Um, Authority. They are on Instagram, I believe, by the same name. Let me just look that up here. Toronto Made. They are on Instagram by the name of nobleauthority.co. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, CEO because you know. of a company, I suppose. <laughs> CEO uh, because it's CEO cheaper. Because it's allegedly cheaper. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't quite know. Um, but salute to them. Uh, they make really uh, some 
Fantastic Quality? clothing, uh, Toronto-based company. That's a point. Hey, hold up. You know, and not not say it matters, but are they colored folks? I don't know. I think okay. so. Just wondering, you know. I think so. I, we're I, all about supporting our own our own over here. Haven't had a chance to to meet the owner creator as of yet. Not that it matters, um, but, or but not we that have, it should matter. But we have gone back and forth a, okay. in some discussion. Uh, he will be a future a guest. Hey, shout out to um, what's his name? Do you I, I don't know yet. Well, shout out to the president, <laughs> My CEO, bad. founder uh, Noble of Authority. Noble Authority. Just call him Noble Authority. Shout out to Noble shout Authority. Shout out to Noble Authority. Um, especially when he does, or he or she, or they, yeah, uh, know, right? come on the podcast. <laughs> uh, definitely looking forward to how that discussion unfolds. And like I said, I mean, I'm definitely going to support their site. Uh, they have this really good looking. Oh, that's hard. I'm going to get a hoodie in that. It's that's six. Hard. Can't see that. I don't know if you can Special see that. Special to this one. Would that be easier? Is this on? Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Is this thing, <laughs> is this thing on? on? Is this thing on? Um, but yeah, I gotta see you. Um, watch you go to the YouTube to see which shirt we are thinking of buying. Yeah, so I'm I'm getting the hoodie of that. Oh, the hoodie and uh, I mean, whoever again owns it, Noble Authority. Um, they gave me code? they gave me a little discount code. Yeah, does, it work, does it work more than once? I'm gonna give it to you as well. I, 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 um, I'll as for the listeners, this. visit nobleauthority.co. They go by that name on Instagram. That is also their website, nobleauthority.co. If you're feeling the threads that I'm wearing, if you just want some Toronto merch uh, or Toronto swag in your closet, who doesn't? Uh, then uh, you know, take a look at what they have to offer. And I definitely appreciate them supplying this. They supplied it super quick. My Ooh. guy was like, "Yo, Same I got my delivery. I got my guy doing some some runs in Brampton right now. I can bring that right now." Same day delivery. I was so like, that's good ass service too. I was like, "Shit, run it." That's good service. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. I appreciate that. Uh, salute to you. Uh, definitely shout out to you. Otherwise, what else happened in my week? I officially, uh, I officially started my uh, grow. Hey. I officially started my grow. So let me give myself new meditation. The new meditation cycle for the new back home smoking meditating off your own supply. If you know what I mean, you know what I mean. Meditate off your own supply. Um, but yeah, man, I I I started it. Uh, I started it from inception this time, so from the seed. Like remember back in the day when. They would make you put a seed in a damp paper towel and some Jack and the Beanstalk shit. No, never did that shit. Never went to school here. It's okay. <laughs> never shit did happened. that shit. Um, but you never grown a seed before, my nigga. Nah, I'm not into the outside, man. Damn. I'm an indoor person. Damn. I've grown a, a basketball team in 2K. Shit, man. But anyways, <laughs> I I grew it from seed this time. Uh, four plants, two okay. Gorilla Glue, hey. two Girl Scout cookies. Hey, those are two big strains. Um, so uh, hopefully it all goes well. It started well so far. I've okay. never done this before from this point of reference. And uh, it, it, it's learn? turning out well so far. So let's see how that goes. You live and you learn, man. And another thing that happened is uh, I got to tell this Obama this, story. Yeah, you got to finish because you started and you're like, nah. Yeah, I got to tell the Obama story. Uh, I ended up telling you guys I'm going to say it on the pod. Yes, you did. During pre-production. And boy, oh boy, is it a pre-production today. Shout out to 4K Polly. Right, shout out to 4K Polly. Shout out to 4K Can't oh, see him. I'm in the frame. Paul, you can't come in the frame. 4K Polly. 4K Polly. Uh, Whichever one you want like, to be Come in. like. Come like here. Oh, are you that one? No, come on this one, man. You're on the main. You're on the main cam. There's shout out to 4K, 4K Polly. You already know what it for is. The visuals. That's our guy here. Uh, shout out to 4K Polly for the visuals. You can follow him at 4K Polly P O L L Y. Yes. On Instagram, 4K Polly. Definitely follow that account. Um, but yeah, I got to finish that Obama story. Yeah, so yeah, I'm waiting. Uh, I'll go back to the beginning for the listeners, right? So on February, February, on January 23rd, <laughs> uh, Barack Obama was in fact in Toronto. Hey. Uh, he was, I think, speaking at an event for like, uh, you know, entrepreneurs and okay. or professionals or something along those yeah. lines, young professionals, something like that. 
And uh, I remember when I went to remember when I went to the Canadian uh, Media Innovation Showcase. Yeah, with Rooks and yeah. And so that guy. was uh, mid December, I think December eleventh. I think it was. And Director X during Director S, yeah, uh, Director X, yes, yes. Uh, during that moment, uh, one of the speakers, I won't say which one, you know, at a respect of anonymity, yeah. Um, one of them said, "Yeah, I, you know." You have been granted one free ticket or to COBZ. To COBZ. You know what I'm saying? Barack OBZ. Barry OBZ. Barry OBZ. Barry OBZ. You know what I'm saying? You know, DM me for more details and, yeah. and, and, and you'll get it, you know, when I, when I send it to you. And I DM'd right away, obviously, and didn't really hear anything for a week, two weeks. Didn't think too much of it. It's holiday yeah. season. Exactly. Busy person. You know, it, you know, any one of the panelists are very busy people. people. Um, so I didn't think too much of it. Uh, January comes around, you know, middle of January comes around. I'm like, oh shit, it's coming up, you know. This this Barack Obama <laughs> event is coming right around uh, the corner. Um, um, so I, I kept hitting them up like, yo, Wagwan. don't mean to be eager, but Wagwan, <laughs> man, they're trying to see Barack Obeezy. Barack Obeezy, you know what I'm saying? My boy Barry up in there. <laughs> um, and, and ultimately to, to make that part of the story shorter, uh, they didn't end up responding, unfortunately. Damn. Um, so I figured I'm not going to see, you know, Barry Obese uh, as a result of that person. Did you get to see him? Now, there was another opportunity that came about. Yeah, this yeah, was yeah. A, a young, uh, a black professional association. I don't remember exactly which association it is. Shout but out to young black professionals. It was a, a, a shout out to the person that sent it to me. Uh, again, I will respect the anonymity. Mm-hmm. But a uh, shout out to the person that sent it to me because it was some instructions that said, hey, you know, sign up for our student uh, uh, membership or not students, our youth membership, membership. and youth is anyone uh, below 30. Okay. okay. Uh, it's free. It's free for the year. Otherwise, it's like $99 um, for your membership. membership let's yeah, call it. Membership cost. Um, and, you know, as soon as you sign up, email us at this email account. Mention that you just signed up. Ask if you're one of the five people selected to get these very obese <laughs> tickets. Um, and we will respond to you sometime around 9 p.m. to let you know whether or not you got those very old This is the day busy. before? This is the day before. Jeez. So I'm thinking in my head, chances are low. Chances are low. Chances are very slim. Uh, I think I looked at my phone, or I think, sorry, I think I got emailed from them like 11.30. I was super busy. I didn't really, you know, 11.30 at night, woke You're up the next thinking. day, went to work, just did my own thing. And hey. the Barack thing was between 8 and 3. Oh, damn. I work between 9 and 5, obviously, ah. right? So I'm waking up with the mind, go to work, work, get my day started, yeah. whatever. Uh, it's probably like, uh, uh, I want to say, 12 o'clock at this point. No, sorry. It's probably like 1 o'clock at this point, one thirty. Mind you, I'm busy at work. It's a yeah. super busy time at work right now. And I, I notice I got an email from them around like 1 a.m., Ooh. Congratulations! You're, You're going to five. see Barry Obese. This guy, like, this motherfucker. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? I didn't know. I could have gone to see Barry Obese. So I could have went to go see Barack Obama, and I, I technically had a ticket to see Barack Obama that I did not use. Damn. Um. So I feel really stupid. Hey man, it happens. To the As a result of, of that, it happens. You live uh, and you learn. It's been a great week since. You know, a lot of a lot of new cuisine in Toronto that Jeez. I that I'm that I'm yeah, tested out. You're being privy to that I'm being privy, you know, to that kind of information. Uh, I'm just talking shit right now, but like I said, man, you know, you you live and you learn with those kinds of things. But to say the least, it's been a very eventful week for me. Yeah. 
I feel you. you know what I'm saying that's hurtful. Um, I think that's the longest I've ever talked about my week. I'm about to cry for you. Shit, yeah, you know I'm saying. But let's get the show started, though, man. Let's Music potpourri, of course, is that ultimate segment of the show. It's yep. where we talk about all things hip hop and hip hop culture, hip hop news, R and B included as well in that discussion. We definitely have some shout outs to give. Uh, we don't have any keep it or leak it this Not week, this week. Um, but that is a regular segment of the show as well. And we get into some new music as well as what we actually listened to. So getting into the first topic here, what we got on the docket, I put Vic Mensa for a felony. What go on here? I don't even remember. Uh, uh, I think it was some bullshit, if I'm not mistaken. Speaking of felony. Go ahead. And this is totally side topic from Vic Mensa. Okay. You're about, um, what's his face? YG getting arrested in LA and he's supposed to perform this weekend at the Grammys for nip um wow nip, um, no. nip like what's that thing called nip tribute yeah and now he's he's locked up on suspicions of robbery i was gonna say what what was it like suspicions of robbery did you read anything else on that no i just thought they went to his house they arrested him from his house on suspicions of robbery so i mean let's talk about that shit let me add that to the notes um <laughs> i really <laughs> just remember that right now when you said um it meant a felony yg 400 uh arrested right before. The game says cops are targeting YG for arrest. That's do also you, what brought it to my attention. Do you believe he's being targeted? I'm just going to go straight to it. I feel like... Let's be realistic. It brought his name to light when people were like, hey, YG, yeah, we've seen that name before. YG, oh, his Govy. I don't know what Govy is. And then they go... No, it's actually Keenan Daquan Ray Jackson. Okay. And like, oh, wait, hold up. That guy's a suspect because now he's on TV because someone said, YG's going to be doing this tribute. And now they say, well, now we know who he is. We can find his address. Whoop, whoop. Okay. Come with us. That's what um, I think. So, is that a yes to the question? Like, do you think he's being... T- like, do you think... Yes. Yes. That's a yes. And let me... And your answer's still going to be yes, but let me just <laughs> get this question out. Do you think the Grammys only gave... I'm going to say us as black culture. Do you think the Grammys only gave us the Nipsey situation to then tear it down right before it happens? I think they like the Nipsey situation. They don't like YG. Okay. And, and I mean, we feel that DJ Khaled probably had a big say in getting some of these names on here. I think he got Meek in oh, this. Did he? I had no idea. Y- we don't know for sure, yeah. but you would imagine, uh, you know, Khaled has kind of that, that global, that, you know, the quote unquote white people presence he does have uh, in that. that sense. So he might have some pull to say, no, nah, I want YG in this. Mm-hmm. That's Nip's guy. And the Grammys are probably like, we don't want YG. Nah, hey, Boogie, who does he have? Young boy. Um, your guy, The Box. What's it? Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich. He's yeah. part of it, right? Um, So I imagine Khaled has some pull there, but. It it makes me wonder. Is this intentional? I th- I'm gonna lean on the side of yes. I think it is. Um, I think this is kind of like a, a just being petty. Yeah. In, in a lot of ways, I think they like, don't want YG. Like let YG, me go ahead and just you know. It'd be YG a shame has if, a certain energy. It's like it'd be a shame if <laughs> YG was their there. performance <laughs> was be interrupted somehow. That's exactly how I feel. It is. You know, again, YG brings a certain kind of energy with his music. It's not. Roddy Rich music. It's mm-hmm. not Meek Mill music necessarily. It's more quote unquote and he has a gangster song related. Fuck Donald Trump. Yes, and that will always if the cops are on his side yep. or law enforcement is on mm-hmm. Donnie's side, um, then we know that's always going to so be. An I issue. think this was a strategic. Although it says right now, I just said four hours ago, he's been released. But again, I still think this was a strategic. Hunter I mean, House just, arrest all of a sudden. He's been released probably because he has good lawyers, not exactly. because. They weren't intending to fuck no, him up. You know what I'm saying? He can so, afford lawyers. I'm with that. I mean, speaking of bullshit, um, what was the Vic Mensa one? Do you know what that was about? Vic Mensa arrested for felony, felony. I need you to hear felony. Okay. Possession of brass knuckles. 
Oh yeah, brass knuckles. Uh, that, that makes sense. Felony though. Yeah, they're, they're serious about brass knuckles. Why? Fam, they're serious about brass knuckles. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't uh, know why, but Americans are serious about brass knuckles. Like that's a big crime carrying brass so knuckles. So this was in California. This happened January nineteenth. Uh, he was arrested and found to be in possession of brass knuckles, which are illegal in California. Uh, the incident occurred in Glendale and started when police spotted. Uh, see how it always starts on some bullshit. Uh, they it started when they spotted him making an unsafe turn on a motorcycle. Man, how they shot a man because they they stopped him because his light was out. Next thing, next you know, you're know, getting you're getting killed. <laughs> That's all I need to say. <laughs> they got any excuse to pull you over. You know what I'm saying he was pulled over and eventually searched during the pat down. Eventually like, wait, searched. So when you get pulled over, how's he getting searched? Shouldn't you just be like, yo, here's your ticket. Go about your way. How, why are you getting searched? During the pat-down, authorities reportedly recovered a set of brass knuckles. Vic was arrested and charged with felony possession of brass knuckles and later released on a $20,000 bond. Hey, man. Hey, man. When they want to see you down, they're going to they do anything I was going to say, cue the music at that point, because that is unfortunate. That's a perfect way to end it. That, that's uh that's very unfortunate for Vic Mensa though, man. But um, you know, prayers to Vic Mensa. You definitely hope that this is not I mean, it doesn't sound like it kind of further impacted him, you know, twenty thousand dollar bond. Um, hopefully it's not a thing for him to pay that. Uh hopefully he makes enough money musically to do that. Hopefully. You never know. You never know. Twenty racks exactly. is a lot of cash flow to ask of anyone. It's it twenty is. racks. You know, say what you will. But um let's move on to some more uh positive stuff. Uh, li- linking to negative stuff because I missed that very obese. Very obese. I was gonna name the episode like all black everything though. Mm, that's that's not a bad name. But very obese. I don't know. Very I don't know. Let me write both. Let me write both. both because I don't know which one I want to do yet. Uh, very obese or all black everything. Everything. All I was gonna do men in black, but everything. that's kind of lame. Yeah, and that feels like too. That's, that's childish. Yeah, Gambino. Um, speaking of Obama, speaking of Obama, I want to talk about Michelle Obama. Um, she her workout released playlist. her workout playlist. Yes, so yes. she said it's about that time when New Year's resolutions are a bit harder to stick to. <laughs> to writes. offer a little bit of inspiration, I want to share with you my go-to workout playlist. These songs always seem to give me that extra boost to get through my toughest workouts. What is on your playlist? What stands out to you here? What caught your eye? Kirk Franklin first caught my eye. I'm with Damn, that. Okay. No, no, no. Like I'm, I'm good. That. I'm like it's not something you see on everyone's album. I'm like yo, that's mm-hmm. sick though. You know, I think it was. Um, I think the Kanye Sunday service I accidentally worked out to once, and I'm like, fuck it. It's not bad. I'm rolling. <laughs> so <laughs> get on with you with that with that with those workouts. Uh, three thousand five. I get it by Childish Gambino. Yeah. Uh, my money, Click. my baby by Burna Boy. Mm, so I, she knows. Yep. She knows good music. Yep. Click. Okay. Like that, that's said. a big track. She had uh, two Anderson Pack tracks there too. Said she put clean in there. Yeah. Not the dirty. She put version. the clean for sure. <laughs> Ape shit by the Carters. Clean. Clean. <laughs> um. Press. 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 Cardi don't, <laughs> don't need no, no press. press. What else is on here? Uh. She, oh, tambourine. Chicka tambourine going. By Eve. Number one. Yes. Wow. It's right there under Beyonce. <laughs> wow. Toast by Coffee. Damn. Oh, she has like she put it in like the cooldown section. So the cooldown section got. Godspeed by Frank Ocean. Snow Allegra is on this list. Damn, I want you around. That is a cooldown. I can, I can, I can incline walk to to I want you around. I (laughs) can see that. Caesar. Damn, that cooldown's hard though. Cooldown's kind of hard. Her, her, it's a, it's an interesting playlist workout. It is workout playlist. I mean, because it's like it's not just like super amped. It's not. 
It's like different kind of amp. I kind of want to try this one day. I don't. <laughs> Sky, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I kind of want to try it. It's all right. That's I, all I really I, I feel like I've seen better. That's all I had on, on, on Michelle Obama. Obama had a playlist recently, too, that he came out with. I can't remember what I it was. I think I saw that. I don't remember, though. But shout out um, to the Obeezies. Shout out to the Obeezies. Let's see what's on Malia's playlist. She probably has the most lit playlist. She probably has a bunch of Jaden Smith on there. <laughs> and Willow. Ew, ew. And all that kind of stuff. Um, next topic. I need to talk about the next Oprah for a second. Who's the next Oprah? Because that's, that's big. Rihanna. She's the next Oprah? In what way? Because I'm thinking of a t- talk show host. You're thinking of a talk show host? So that, that's what, when you say Oprah, that's what I'm thinking of. Talk show host. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that, sir, because Rihanna interviews Tarana Burke, Lena Waithe, Young M.A., oh, damn, and more in her new Rihanna Zine project. Oh, shit. So Rihanna has come out? to take over um, the talk show game. Rihanna is about to take over. I'm trying to see here. Rihanna is putting her hand in several bags including her latest new collaboration with ID, uh, titled Rihanna Zine. The new project, which Zine. is curated and co-rated by Riri herself, includes several interviews that feature a well-known leader who are progressively reshaping the communities across fashion, music, art, and activism. Hey, God shout out to Riri, damn. man. We, we always say Creating a more bag. inclusive and diverse future, Rihanna said per ID. Some of the interviewees include Me Too founder Tarana Burke, Rico Nasty's on there. Uh, shout out to her. Young M.A., Skylar Diggins, Damn. and more. That's your girl. The magazine took to Twitter to announce the new feature uh, with a caption that read, so it's going to be in a magazine, ID, like I mentioned. Uh, all the interviewees were asked the same series of questions. I like that. Uh, one of which was, what would you consider to be your biggest failure? And Damn. as an example, Brooklyn rapper Young M.A., she said that she has no failures. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I, anything I I've done is a failure. I don't understand why anybody would think that they learned would think anything that they learned from was a failure. Mm, I it is that. what it is. I don't believe I failed at anything. No you know failures. What? I always say they change that W. You know it says W and L win and loss. It should be win and learn. Mm. Don't, 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 don't take it. Hold you, on, see... hold, you know, come on. You can't give me that kind of bars, man. You, you're giving me bars. <laughs> You see it as a negative. You see it as a learn. You see it as a positive. Damn. So no, learn from your mistakes, off. and that's it. You're going off. You're shout going out off. to Young and Me. That was that was bars. Um, and, and shout out to Rihanna. Uh, mm. I, I do like this. I think Rihanna is a great voice for Jeez. this. And I'll be honest with you, I think she got some inspiration from Ari Lennox. Ari right, Lennox is doing a talk show or something. She did like a talk feature with Summer Walker. Oh. I don't know if you remember that at all. Like, no, seen I do not. The timeline anywhere, but. Again, I'm not. I'm not going to try to make a case out of that, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's interesting to see someone like an Ari Lennox who is an artist, someone like a Rihanna who is an artist, can you know make that happen with the talk show side of things. And they have the connections. We're seeing you know podcasts increase with you know the type of people podcasting: former rappers, mm-hmm. former NBA players, former this, former that, active this, active that. Um, yeah. So shit, the more the merrier. Hey, welcome um, to the club. If, if you can pull out a great conversation from your guest. Uh, and, and it has to do with your status. Like, Angie Ma can get a great interview. A Charlemagne can get a great yep. interview. A Joe Budden can, can get a great interview. Yep. Um, because of your status, Go then ahead. I'm for it. Yeah, I want to hear what Young M.A. has to say. Because she was throwing bars. I want to hear what Sky Dig has to say about activism and, and everything mm-hmm. else that she's doing. So um, It's a different light we don't get to see all exactly. the time. Especially on the female side. No, no diss to male or females, but I don't see the female side as much as I you see the men's side. You got to watch Red Table Talk, man. Yeah, I know, eh? 
I know. I, I'm not a big fan of Jada Pickett though. That's you're not. Thing. I feel like she feels she feels so she feels so fake on that. You think she panders? Yeah, really? that, that's what I think. Like, nah, that's watching. Like, I watch like though, one or two man. episodes. I'm like, like it just feels so fake. Like you're trying to force this I, nice woman. I'm attitude. gonna I'm gonna say I think I know what you mean, but I think what she's trying to do is, and maybe you don't like this part. She's trying to use every single part of the show as a teaching moment. Mm. And, and I think at, at certain points you just want like just yeah, talk, just just be real, just you know, be real, yeah, like, I mean, not, you know, not even not real, real, but just, like, just like, don't teach. Yeah, exactly. Just don't teach for a second. It's okay to not have to learn. For I get what you mean. Seconds. I definitely get what you mean. Um, let's talk about Kodak Black, sir. Kodak Black, man. Kodak Black in is in the news. Uh, I think he's still in jail. Damn. Now he has spoken out, and mm. it's kind of kind of gross. Yeah, I heard. Very gross. I I, I believe everything Kodak is saying. Me too. Um, it's, it's nasty. Let me just, just let me just play it. Exactly. And yeah. we'll go from there. Also, a South Florida rapper claiming he is being abused behind bars. He says correctional officials and inmates are behind this troubling treatment. And now he's hired a high profile lawyer to fight his case. And same as Jessica Holly is in downtown Miami. Jessica. The mother of rapper Kodak Black has requested the help of Benjamin Crump after these allegations of civil rights violations behind the walls of federal prison. Let's go to some video. These allegations coming in the form of social media posts from the rapper himself, whose real name is Bill Capri. He's currently serving nearly four years in federal prison after pleading guilty to weapons charges. In the posts on Instagram, he alleges he's been beaten, starved, denied medical care, and more. His mother and his attorneys say they scheduled a meeting to talk to Capri and do what they're calling a welfare check. But they say when they got to the facility in Southwest Miami Day this morning, they were told he was at that moment on a bus to another prison in Kentucky. They want to know why. I'm going to stop it there. It has another um, minute to it, but you really get the gist of the conversation from that. Uh, it's gross. Mm-hmm. You know, like we said, it's, it's super gross, super nasty uh, of law enforcement. We're not surprised at all. Not Kodak really. is a young, black, successful man. More money um, than they do. Shit, it's no surprise there. But, uh, you know, pray for him. Exactly. That's, that's, all, that's, all, that's all you really say. You know, really pray for Kodak. And I do like that he has taken this legal action. I do mm-hmm. like that I heard the words, uh, you know, civil. Um, what was it? Fuck. No, I, no. I forget the exact words, but. I like the extent to which he's taking it because now you're really questioning your your rights yeah. as, as a as You a still human. have rights even though you are in jail. You exactly. still have rights. You're still a human being. Exactly. So, uh, again, man, pray for Kodak. That, that's all really we can say on that. Um, speaking of praying, boy, oh, boy, do we got to pray for not the Grammys, but um, shit, just the people involved. <laughs> really just the people involved. I'm not going to say the Grammys, but just the people involved. I wanted to take a look at a statistical breakdown of yeah. the Grammys um, this year. What's it breaking down? Like it what? didn't really intrigue me, but I will still talk about it. Uh, it's breaking down between major and indie uh, and between labels? male and female mm. uh, category by category. So let me just accept the cookie policy on my phone. Yeah, you got to accept that shit. So I can take a look. So let's take a look at here. So in terms of all nominees, yep. 68% of them are on a major label. Okay. 32% of them are on an indie label. Okay. 66% of them are male. Mm-hmm. And 34%, of course, is female. Yep. Um, Who's blue on this thing here? Blue is male. 
No, the uh, of the all of all the um, all the nominations, thirty two of them, thirty two percent, I guess, are elsewhere. Twenty seven percent is universal. That, yeah, that that thirty two is indie. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. I see. And then what? WME seventeen percent, and yes. I don't know what that other one. Yo, is. you know what I tried to do? Uh, universal Music Group (UMG). Yeah. You know, remember, remember we talked about Danny Moon 070 Shake and we were reviewing her album and we were just talking about it? Yeah. I tried posting me talking about it on Instagram. Blocked. Wait, wait, why? Because you may be using material that is copyrighted. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking what? about? I'm talking, talking about, about the album. An album. I wonder if it's the album cover. Still, why, why wouldn't you want your album cover out there? I don't you know. You're not saying what is that? <laughs> I don't know. I've never That's experienced rough. being blocked on Instagram by UMG. They're like, you, nobody can see this. That's so it's on up. It's on our, our profile, but, our no profile but no one can look at it. That's messed up. Anyways, um, record of the year, 88% from a major. That tells you a lot. Majors work with the Grammys. They do. 12% from indie. Uh, 50% mm-hmm. male, 50% female. Very interesting there. Okay. Uh, best new... Is this over the years or just this year? This is this year. Okay. The 2020 Grammy specifically. Gotcha. Best new artist, we have 86% uh, major, 14% indie, 43% male, for, um, 57% female. So that's very interesting. The best new artist is a major, assigned to a major. Okay. Yeah. Why are we not surprised there? Interesting. Uh, best pop vocal album is all major. <laughs> and is almost all female. See, best rap album. Best rap album. All, all major, major. All male. male. <laughs> wow. That wow. Um, okay. So I mean, I, I thought that was somewhat intriguing, but I do want to talk about the other sort of story that's going on with the Grammys here. Which is, and this is on the eve of music's biggest night. The Grammys are in a crisis. Tell me more. Crisis. Uh, if the Recording Academy truly values a diverse membership, it must be transparent in its dealings. Mm-hmm. Right. This is a guest editorial by Mark Tavern. This is on DJ Booth. So I just want to make sure I you know shout out the right people. So things went nuclear. This person named Duggan, I think her name was Debbie Duggan, uh, Deborah Duggan, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, she's the president and CEO of the Recording Academy. Okay, is that who makes the Grammy noms? As, I mean, I don't know or, if it's the one person, but, but they, that's a that camp. Yeah, there for lack go. of a better word, uh, that uh, Deborah had been placed on administrative leave <laughs> for what? And she was the CEO and president, so saying a lot. And that's the Academy. Right. In the days since, additional details have come to light, making the situation appear worse and worse. Damn. Uh, Duggan or Dugan, sorry, she filed a discrimination complaint with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission against the Recording Academy. And she's alleging the following of the Grammys. Oh, OK, right? let's go. Cool. The previous CEO, his name is Neil Portnow, uh, although he's the previous CEO. And his name is Portnow. Get it? <laughs> uh, let me give myself that. That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um, had been accused of raping a performing artist. That information had been withheld from the board members before voting on a $750,000 consulting fee that he received uh, after he left his job in disgrace. So I'm going to say something. So she's just coming up with all this right now. Yes. I don't give a fuck because you knew and you didn't say shit until... It, until it was going to be looked bad, until you wanted to look better for yourself. Okay, now... Like, don't get me, I'm not saying what he did was right. No, I, I get that. you are just as bad for trying to use this to better yourself. But let me play the other side of it, because I don't think we have to ask the question of how wholesome is Deborah. 
I don't, I don't care think, about how wholesome Deborah is. No, here, but hear my point. Okay, when you're with the institution, you're just as nasty as them. Mm-hmm. When you're released from the institution and you tell about how the institution really is, I'm still praising you. I'm still, you're still, I'm still praising you. I don't care for you. now it feels but like. I'm not trying to look at Deborah in a better light. I see what you're I'm just trying to be informed. Uh, yeah, well, thanks for laying it out there, but you're still a <laughs> shitty person because you still knew about it. And if it wasn't because of what they did to you, this is almost like revenge. Mm-hmm. You're doing this in revenge. You're not, you're not doing this out of the goodness of your heart. No. You're doing that revenge. So get the fuck out of here, Deborah. Damn, son. Uh, let me read the rest. She was the victim of sexual harassment. Deborah by, was? Yes. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can still have the same views. <laughs> <laughs> they, they paid you off. You kept quiet. It I don't the, know. It is the true North views, after all. Uh, she was the victim of sexual harassment by Joel Katz, uh, the Academy's general counsel and former be- uh, board member. The organization maintained no staff attorney, but instead they chose to overpay outside law firms by millions of dollars. Rampant conflicts of interest exist among those outside law firms, the Academy board members, and the artists that they represent. Board members received payments in connection with the work that they were supposed to be doing as volunteers. That's important to note. No surprise. The Academy employees had leveled multiple accusations of racial discrimination. No surprise. No surprise. Hear this part out. I'm thinking about Macklemore when I hear this. The nominating and voting process uh, processes are rigged. <gasps> Get out of here. Pretends to be shocked. What? <laughs> um, they're rigged with secret committees, <gasps> conflicts of interest, and self-dealing taking place throughout, often to give preference to white artists over their non-white counterparts. These allegations, sorry, the allegations against her by a subordinate were fabricated in retaliation for bringing all of this to light. Um, it goes on. It talks about, of course, the uh, infamous uh, Kendrick, Kendrick losing. Or, I'm not even going to say Kendrick because shit, anyone was deserving. And, yeah, Macklemore was not uh, supposed four, to win. 4 came out that year. Uh, Damn came out that I year. I find what was nominated that I remember that year because I said to myself, I think Rhapsody was nominated that year. I could be wrong. Layla's it wasn't was Damn. It wasn't Damn year. It was... um. It was Good Kid, Mad City year. It wasn't Good Kid. Yeah, that was the whole point. That's 2014. That was, yes, that, I swear. Two, zero, one, four, Grammys. Put, what, Macla- it, put Macklemore Grammy winner. Yeah. It's 2016. It's not 2014. Okay, it wasn't and 2014 is not even when Good Kid, Mad City came out. Is it? I, I feel stupid right now. I'm not yeah, I can't remember. Barrett stuff comes out. We can't. 2014. <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. Shit, um, no, you're right. So he won Best Album for The Heist, which was... Not the best album. Um, who was nominated that year? Just open the shit quickly. So uh, I'll read something else here. So uh, yeah, Dugan was hired to replace the organization's former head, Neil Portnow, after he offered a tone deaf response when he <laughs> would a- when he was asked to comment on why Alessia Cara, who won for Best New Artist at the time, was the only woman to accept an on screen award during the 2018 show as a whole. Damn. Alessia Caro was the only woman to accept, to accept an, an award, award on camera. Um, they're nasty. It's being proven that they're nasty. Uh, that's really all I have to say about that. 2014 here. Do we have Do we have an answer to that? Yeah. So Daft Punk, um, Random Access Memories. Um, Sarah, oh, this is best album, not even best rap album. Sorry. No, we we got to load up the best rap album. Yeah, I thought sure. I thought this was um. Uh, sorry about that. It's okay. Shit happens. Bad Googler, but you know, I mean, I wasn't reading it. I comes just, with the territory. I just thought it was the right one. Shit happens, man. Uh, let's see here. 
Go I don't ahead. see nothing there. I don't see nothing there. All right, the nominees were Common, Nobody Smiling, okay. Black Hollywood by Wiz Khalifa, Oxymoron by um, Schoolboy Q. This one that should definitely... Oh, what? This was not the year he wanted. Man, we're moving on. Yeah, it's not the year he wanted. It's, <laughs> this it's guy, the wrong year. This guy's the worst Googler. No, it's, it's 2014. Nah, I mean, listen, man. <laughs> Sometimes you got to just accept things for what they are. But uh, no, the Grammys are nasty, like I said. Yeah. This, this proves it. Again, I do like the speaking out. I don't care if it had to come at a nasty cause. I don't care if Deborah Dugan is just as nasty as they are. Mm-hmm. I just like that what we know to be true is has been true. said. Is Deborah Dugan white? It sounds Probably, white. Probably. I'm not saying like that. She sounds white. Um, so you want you like to hear that from a white person. Yeah, and if know. she was president and CEO, of course she's white. What am I saying? Exactly. All the Grammy things too. Yeah, yeah. Recordings too. And my, now I got the proper list out. So Macklemore won. Drake, nothing was the same. Mm. Should have won. Over this. Announced them all. And we'll talk about who should have won. <laughs> Jay-Z, Magna Carter, Holy Grail. Okay. Um, Yeezus, Kanye West, okay. and Good Kid Massidy, Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I give that to Good Kid. Give the good kid over over Mac over Mac. Nothing was the same or good kid. Oh, good kid. No, it's still good kid. But over Macklemore, he's like only. Macklemore is in seventh place on that list. <laughs> and there's only four. <laughs> there's only four names. Is in seventh place on that list. Uh, shall we move on? Yes, let's please. Let's move on to those motherfucking shout outs. Shout outs. You already know what it is. We got a shout out in order. First one in order is going to. None other than Beyonce Knowles Carter. Did you buy her merch? Uh, I did not buy her merch, mm. but a lot of people in Toronto did. Okay. Beyonce shares a rare statement to Instagram after her Ivy Park launch. So, of course, we want to congratulate her on the launch overall. <laughs> Ring the alarm, says eonline.com. Uh, Beyonce posted an Instagram with an actual caption. Following the long-awaited release of her Adidas Ivy Park line on January 18th, Queen B took to Instagram to thank everyone who purchased parts of the line. Uh, basically, what I'm getting at here is they did a bunch of different launches in different cities. cities. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, I know they did one in Toronto. Oh, did they? And, uh, you know, in, in terms of just some of the voices in the Toronto scene, the Toronto community, Toronto fashion industry, whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Uh, she's one of the <clears throat> she's one of the main people involved with uh, the slow jam party that I, that mm-hmm. I've talked about she on numerous occasions. Well. I think she's a, a main part of Cozy as shout well. Out to Cozy. Um, so shout out to her. Her name is Rebecca Dawn, um, and, and just shout out to her. Shout out to the whole movement. Uh, they're they're all yeah. super dope. And uh, she tweeted. She said, "Seeing what literally every other city did for the Ivy Park Adidas release versus what Toronto didn't do, it's very telling." Mm, so I'm okay. like, in my head, I'm thinking, well, tell me more, Rebecca Dawn. Yeah, uh, so let me go ahead and read <laughs> tell this. Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> she said, well, A, we didn't have a DJ. Okay. No special setup or display. Jeez. No customized shopping bag. Damn. Right? Adidas shopping Not bags. even a damn postcard or a flyer with the okay. photos from the banners on it. Turkey got a whole nail salon. Damn. New York had the burgundy whip plus the installation setup. Jeez. Toronto had a line in a blizzard. Um, either Beyonce doesn't rate us, Adidas doesn't value our market, or the wrong people are in these rooms making marketing decisions because we had uh, a lot of random Adidas pop-ups this summer for no reason, but not a single thing for Ivy Park and Adidas. It don't make no sense. As a sneakerhead, I will tell you one thing. Adidas is not Ray Toronto. (laughs) 
<laughs> you just does not rate Toronto. Damn. When Yeezys first came out, Toronto was like, they're like, oh, State's getting 20,000. Toronto, yeah. you guys get, I don't know, 400? YG 400. And that's the only place in Canada that's getting it. Toronto, you guys get like 400 pairs. That's nuts. And then you stage, you guys get 80,000 pairs. They're missing out. They're missing out. Yeah. Toronto, I think Toronto's really becoming a competing market in a lot of ways. Toronto, so. line up for anything. You can yeah. sell anything in Toronto. And we still <laughs> lining up for Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> yo, what's that thing called? Um, I can't believe you did sandwich it. Sandwich place? Um... Chick, Chick-fil-A? Chick- yeah, they're still lining up for that shit. Yo, they still lining up. Uh, did I tell you about the, the two hours Chick- uh Not Chick-fil-A. Did I tell you about the two hours uh for... Uh, for, for What's that place called? Cheesecake Factory? When? Bro, I went there like a Thursday night. Two hours. Thursday night. It was like 11 p. Is it two hours? <laughs> I went to the dude Drake looking boy. <laughs> I'm like, yo, how long is the wait? Straight face. It's going to be about two hours. Five, it's 11 o'clock. And I'm looking at him like, bro, two hours? <laughs> He's saying that normally. Like, five, it's 11 o'clock. Rubs his hand. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I mean, that's he, Toronto for you. Toronto, you know, people are going to say, okay. Yeah, definitely. That's Toronto for you. But I do want to, again, say shout out to Beyonce uh, just for the launch overall. So what you got off black about the launch? Well, because uh, she used Blue Ivy's name. I'm like, shut the hell up. Like, that's her daughter. No, I mean. But that, no, I know. But Ivy Park was talked about for years when Blue Ivy was a baby. But that, but some people were giving her flack for oh, using your daughter to make Man, money. I'm like, bro, who that's her I'm daughter. I'm actually surprised that um, she doesn't get continued flack for where she makes the clothes. We reported on that <laughs> like 40 episodes ago. We did. But, uh, anyways, let's not do that. This is the shout out section. Shout out to Beyonce. Yes. Shout out to Beyonce. Second shout out is in order to none other than Drake. I mean, this is no surprise. <laughs> Every week, uh, man. I we think have Drake, a Drake segment at this point. I think Drake gets a shout out maybe like sixty percent of the time on this podcast and, and this shout out section. Other episode. Uh, and it's just just another accolade, just another accolade. So I will read the following tweet: Drake earns his one hundredth top forty single on the Hot One Hundred with "Life Is Good." He's the first artist in the history of the chart to reach this milestone. I hope you understand what I said. I hope you understand what I said when I said Drake is as big as Mike Jack. And do yeah. you believe me? I'm telling you. A hundred percent. So shout out to Drizzy, man. That's uh, we'll shout you out tomorrow again. <laughs> Probably. Probably. The next shout out is in order to your guy, Eminem. Oh, what did he do? Not really my guy, you know. <laughs> I mean, he used to be your guy. He was all right. Yeah, he was my guy. No, he was your guy. Let's, he was my guy. Yeah, let's not. Uh, I, I would not I downplay that. He was my guy. I'm the same way though. When they're not hot no more, like I mean, <laughs> once upon a time. Yeah, hot. in 2005, yo, that was my guy when he was dropping bear bars. Now Eminem set a new world record. Okay. Um, this one actually surprised me because uh, Bone Thugs exist, uh, because Twista exists. Because and, I, and I, of course, I'm gonna 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 don't have me talking, um, talking fast. Eminem sets fast. a new world record for rapping 229 words in 30 seconds on his song Godzilla. 229 words. I like that song too. In 30 seconds. Do you have that part ready? Loaded? I don't. Oh, they'll probably take it down anyway. Yeah, but that's a lot. That's a lot. So you know. <sighs> Anytime I get it, when I'm going, to get it. <laughs> I'm thinking about the Buster Rhymes part. Anytime I'm going, I thought something on that track would have it, like no, 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 but they don't count. They don't count that. No, 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 no,
she not only beat Venus Williams again, let's not forget that. She beat someone named Kirsty, and then she beat the number three ranked and fellow black Naomi Osaka in yeah, the Australian man. Open to advance to the fourth round today. She's 15 years old. I'm going to applaud her again now. Um, I, I do watch a lot of tennis. I you am do. a legitimate tennis fan. Um, Coco Gauff, uh, you know, of course, made her debut, so to speak, or, or her, her shine to light when she beat Venus last year. Yep. Um, as a 15-year-old, I think she had just turned 15 at the time. Unreal. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's been really interesting watching her growth. I think she is very much in that next phenom category. Jeez. Um, women's tennis right now is very exciting, very interesting. Trapova just retired. I um, heard. I've heard her loss. Shit. <laughs> she, she long passed her prime. But someone like in Osaka is a vet now at, at 22, <laughs> 20, 21, 22 yeah, years she's old. Mad young. Um, because tennis, women's tennis right now has a lot of 19 year olds that play a very fast paced game. Yeah. They hit the ball hard. They're, they're willing to move around. They're willing to do longer rallies. I mean, longer rallies always exist in the women's game, but. Um, you know, it's just a very exciting new crop of, of, of talent in women's tennis. In. <laughs> and what's interesting to see is um, how Coco Goff navigates herself in that space. Mm, okay. uh, as a 15-year-old, she was more of a surprise winner oftentimes last year. Um, this year, with the Australian Open being the first major championship of the year, um, I really like that she's solidifying herself to say... I can now beat the people you're expecting me to beat. Yep. I can now bang with the Osakas. Because I remember um, last year Osaka faced her. Sorry, I smoked her, didn't I? Not Osaka, smoked her, Remember bro. that? She smoked her so much she was crying. Yeah, she was like, hey, you're a little girl. Okay, you know saying, your and, and Osaka was like, come here. Like, come here. Come on, man. It's all, it's all good. It's okay. You know she had that shit in her head when she was facing her this exactly. year. Exactly. And like, beat me last year? Fuck you. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Kobe Bryant did something with Coco Goff. Uh, I think. I think, I think she did. saw. Like, I could be wrong there, but... Hey, man, she could have that mama mentality. You never yeah, know. Man. But again, I just want to say shout out to Coco Goff. Um, I do think she is the next thing in tennis. I do look forward to future rivalry uh, matches between her and Naomi Osaka. That's going to be hard. And uh, yeah, I just I just really like where women, women's tennis is going right now. So shout, shout out, out to, to Coco Goff. Time to get the phones out. Yes, sir. <laughs> Our next segment, of course, is going to be that new music segment so we're going to get into what has come out for the week with respect to albums with respect to uh singles as well as with respect to videos as we see fit uh we'll then go into a little bit more detail as to what we actually listen to which this week is damn near nothing, nothing. actually there are two singles maybe one single i bumped i tried to run through the singles we'll, we'll talk about it but yep. let's do this let's um you know do the typical announcing of each of them yep and, and then, then we'll, we'll get into albums because i did listen to one album and then we'll get into the singles we actually listen to. Okay, there's one album I do want to listen to on this. I didn't. So let me uh, shout out Boozy Fade, of shout course. Boozy Fade. Uh, Boozy Fade, they provide that list for us. Facebook community, uh, uh, Toronto, mm -hmm. uh, Facebook community, hip-hop, community-based. Um, but shout out to them. They provide a very secretive list of music that has come out. They are missing out. one on this list. But I Where are they missing? Because I, I need to know. I'll tell you. When Shit. I'll tell okay, you when well, I'll there. start. So Jay Huss with Big Conspiracy. That's the album I want to bump. He's an English artist from I UK. I started. wasn't for me. Okay. Uh, I think you'd like it, though. Okay. I think you'd like it. It Is wasn't for me. Okay. It was Did you like, listen to, um, not Skepta, what's the other guy that came out that said no to Jay-Z album, to Jay-Z um, feature? I was going to say Wiley Stormzy. Did you listen to his album? 
I didn't I listen, but I just keep listening to a disappointed, still disappointed, <laughs> and everything in that uh, EDS gang man. Like, yo, <laughs> I, yo, I love that fucking back to back beef that they had. But yeah, uh, J Hus, big conspiracy. Now yep. I listened to some of that. We'll get we'll get into it. Uh, Coda the friend with lyrics go hard, volume one. Lyrics to go. Uh, sorry, did what did I say? Lyrics go hard. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? Lyrics go hard. Shit. Oh, no, I was like, uh, M Huncho with Huncho uh, Lini the first. Is that Quavo's brother or some shit? I thought so. <laughs> and a hook and a darb with crashed my car. That's all I had for albums. Uh, you said something. Oh, it's a single that came out that's on this list. So oh, okay. we're going through singles. Never mind then. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion, in terms of singles, came out with a song called B I T C H. Bitch. Uh, Marlo featuring first and third. Or sorry, came out with a song called First and Third. That one features Future and Lil Baby. Baby. Uh, Jesse Reyes came out Shout with Love in the Toronto. Dark. Shout out to Toronto. You already know what it is, Jesse Reyes. <laughs> now, I listened to that. Again, we'll get into it. Um, Doja Do- Cat yeah, Doja came Cat. out with a song called Boss Bitch. It's off the soundtrack on Birds of Prey, which is... Ghost written by Nicki. I would not be surprised. I, I'm joking. But I heard the first 18 seconds of that song. Nikki. I turned it off. I'm like, this Nikki. is Nicki. I'm telling you, when you li- go listen to her album, please. And you just be like, this is odd pop Nicki. Yeah. That's her album. It's all pop Nicki. Interesting. What else came out? Uh, Yo Gotti came out with HOE, Naho, by Heaven on Earth. Okay. Played you there. <laughs> um, uh, Rico Nasty, I, I Don't Give a Fuck, or IDGAF. Uh, YB Anamir with Talking. Talking. Uh, Kali with The Turn. I couldn't find that song. I wanted to listen to it. Um, Octavian with Death of a Traitor, Freestyle. Uh, the Colleagues came out with Red Vans. That one features Freddie Gibbs. Uh, Toby, your Shout guy. Shout out to Canada. Shout out to Toronto. Came out with City Blues. That one features The Game. I like that he's it's getting... It's remix. He's getting big. Like he, The Game features It might just big. be like, send a song, give me a 16, send it back. Yeah. It might just be that. But, but still, for someone, for someone like The Game to say, let me take my time yeah, to go man. on your song and send it back to you. I like what I like what, uh, I like what Toby's on right now. That's my boy. Your guy, TJX6, released three of them. You know, we've, I've never heard one of his songs, but we talk about it every time we see it on the list. I feel like he like just releases music every week. <laughs> Yo, at this point, I've never listened to one of his songs. I feel like yeah, I just feel like that's the case. Uh, Wiz Khalifa, Ty Dolla Sign, Lil Yachty, yep. and Swake with Child. That one's called "Speed Me Up." It's off the Sonic soundtrack. Reason, Reason came out with "Show Stop." Now that tells me Reason's coming out. Yep, we talked right about there. that again. We talked about that. Uh, peso, peso, boo. I was trapping. That one features Maxo Cream. Oh, that sounds like it's gonna be hard. Yeah, it definitely does. The single that's not on here. Now, the reason why it's not on here. Well, I don't know the reason why it's not on here. So it's Roddy Rich. Okay. And Pressa, you know Pressa, Toronto yes. guy, hype is. Oh, they did a kid. they did a thing. But it doesn't say Roddy Rich. It says Rod Rich. R O D D R I C H. Roddy Rich's name is R O D D Y R I C C H. And it doesn't have the double C. It doesn't have the double C. It doesn't have the double D. And it says Pressa featuring Rod Rich. But it's Roddy Rich. And it's, is it uh, is it Spotify or is it only on SoundCloud? It's on, it's on, I saw it on Spotify. Mm. And, um, but listening to it, it sounds like Roddy Rich. It is. No, I saw it on he Instagram. He didn't change his flow up or anything. So it's not like he's doing a. Uh, I saw it on Instagram. It was, one of the, it was on one of the Canadian hip hop pages. It yeah. was like, is this sounding, you know, like the academics caption? Yeah. Is this sounding fire or trash? Yeah, I know. And it was like Roddy Rich and, and, uh, and Pressa. Pressa. Now, there is one person that was on the second verse. His name was Sash, I think. Okay. And I think maybe Rod Rich is a combination of Roddy Rich and that Sash guy. Okay. Right, but right. That's no, my no. Oh, that's an assumption. Or but it could be typo. could be anything. It was on the album cover. <laughs> so it was not a typo. Interesting. But yeah, that, that, that's the song I bumped a lot of. It's hard. In terms of music videos, uh, 070 Shake made a video for, uh, of course, a song on her album. That the one's Pines. called The Pines. 
um, in terms of the music video. Guap Dad 4000 uh, featuring Denzel Curry and Kenny Beats. Uh, he came up with a video that was like Isaya, something like that. Earth Gang Swivel video. That's your boy. Okay, I want to watch that Earth Are Gang Swivel video. Boys? Kevin Gates Fatal Attraction. Oh, he that's my heart. That, that song is hard. He dropped. Uh, I thought you were gonna say that's my heart. I was no, like, my, my, that mean, song's hard. You know, sorry, Kevin that Gates is your guy. Hard. I don't. I guess. I guess <laughs> he's my guy. That song's hard. I guess. Uh, Roddy Rich. Boom, 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 boom. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he came out with one. And I've cut off the, my screenshot at that point, so it's all up to you now. Party Next Door, Loyal DMV. featuring Drake. They, oh, they dropped a music video? video for that oh, one. Shit. Party Next Door must be dropping something soon. Partisan Fontaine dropped a music video for Wrong With Me as well. Um, shout out to you if you're into music videos. Uh, go check those out and let us know what you think. Now, I want to get into what did we actually <laughs> listen to? I didn't listen to Okay, well, I listened to a Rod Rich Pressa song. It's hard as fuck, but that's because I think Rod Album Rich wise. is. Album wise, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll go in order. We'll nothing. go in order. Nothing. I do. I do want to listen to Jay Huss. Is okay. Jay Huss or Jay House? I think it's Jay House. I've been calling him House. My bad. Because okay. I've been Jay calling him Jay House my whole House. life. I'm pretty sure it's Jay House. I want. I do want to listen to that. My cousin, shout out to him. He is 20 years old, but he does say it's a good album. So I'll disclaimer: to He's him. 20. Gen <laughs> X. Exactly. Uh, not Gen Z, right? Gen Z is younger. Gen X. So uh, you know the views you know? represented by Gen X may not represent our views. Our millennials. You did say it's hard, so sometime this week I probably will try and give it a shot. True that. Now I did bump a uh, Kota the friend. Yes. Right uh, or K O T A the friend. I don't know who that is. I've never heard of them uh, to this day. You know what I'm saying? Um, now I said to myself, you know what? I'm gonna go on a little bit of a music discovery. It's a new year, new you did decade. Say you do that. Uh, I did say I want to do that. Um, Michelle Obama said, "Hey man, it's that time of year where you stop doing your goals, and I'm gonna continue my goals." You know what right. I'm saying? Uh, I have not been practicing the Kanye because it's all in here. It's you all in here. Him, him um, and next time I won't make mistakes. I'm gonna get the DMX. Remember that shit? Yeah, um, but anyways, man, Code of the Friend. Uh, I, I decided to look up a little bit of an artist bio for them. Uh, they're an artist from downtown section of Brooklyn, from New okay, York. That's you. Uh, at, uh, as a at the young age, she was exposed to hip hop, R and B, jazz, and soul music mm. during the infamous '90s era. And by the time he was eight years old, he joined his school's music program and excelled as a trumpet player. Uh, in high school, he was the leader of a trumpet section Jeez. while teaching himself to play the guitar and the piano. During this time, he also picked up two weekend jobs to build a home studio where he would record hip-hop tracks as well as folk songs that were accompanied by his guitar playing. During his high school days, he became interested in a plethora of different artists and bands. Uh, the Beatles, Jay Dilla, Plink, uh, Pink Floyd, Jimi Hendrix, who's a fucking Jimi Hendrix is OG. animal. God an OG. damn. Uh, Bob Dylan and countless other acts. Bob Dylan. Uh, this inspired Coda to start a band that would put him on local showcases. Yada 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 yada. I, I rate the yada, hustle yada. of Coda. Um, so I decided to say to myself that when I listen to an artist, I'm gonna do a little bit more research on them. Yeah. Because I want a little bit more understanding as to where your sound comes from, where your influences are. It makes uh, you understand the lyrics too a little exactly. bit better. Like, ah, now I get why you're talking about this, and why, and I get why you're talking about that. Exactly. So this one again is called "Lyrics to Go Volume One." Now, this is very much a new age project in that it is ten songs, okay, sixteen minutes. Oh, that's not long at all. It's a one hot album every <laughs> every every quarter <laughs> um, quarter of the hour. So very digestible. Listen, jokes aside, uh, you can get you can knock through it in a, in a warm up. 
to your workout. Oh, really? Uh, your cool down to your workout. Shout, You're out, to, shout out to Michelle Obama. Obesey. Very obesey. Obese. Um, And, you know, I'll, I'll kind of play that one. Did he signed? I don't know if he signed. Oh. I was doing good without it. I've been living. I've been minding my business. If you don't fuck with it, don't listen. If you don't like the smell, then get the fuck out the kitchen. We cooking soul food. The game different. You still living by the old rules. What I look like following fools that don't move. Heights. Just cool. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. you know, kind of my subgenre of hip hop. That yeah. Mick Jenkins lane. That uh, you know, JID in a lot of yeah. ways. That Boss. That Earth Gang. That J Cole. Just that subgenre of hip hop that's gonna use a lot of lo-fi beats. Yep, yep. Um, that's gonna use a lot of instrumentation in the music that they come out with. Um, you know, you can hear the jazz influence. You can, you can hear, hear the that. soul influence, the R and B influence. Definitely. You can hear just how much more, let's call it, advanced musically he is, and how he tries to incorporate that in he, his music. You know? I don't know. I assume he's older because you know he did come up in the nineties. Oh, they did um, say that. That's you know, true. so I would assume he's our age, 26, 27, 28, definitely twenty nine, maybe. Uh, but you know, I I thoroughly enjoyed that. Like I said. You know, lo-fi beats, it was a very good listen, very digestible at like 15 minutes. Um, go check that one out. Lyrics to Go I Volume will. 1, Code of the Friends. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's on Spotify? It's on Spotify. And you uh, know what? I give it a first listen rating of 8 out of 10. You know, okay. I, I really enjoyed it. I can see this being an artist that I look up. Like when I discovered, um, and I'm saying my personal discovery. Yeah, I'm not yeah. acting like I'm, you know, a fucking A&R. I'm not LeBron. <laughs> But um, <laughs> we'll add two more tracks on it. We release it. I'm call not, it the deluxe version. I'm not LeBron, but you you know what I'm saying. So this reminds me a lot of when I listened to Mick Jenkins for the first time, mm. and I think that was in 2017. Okay, okay. And and here we are now, where I can go ahead and and, and get excited for a Mick Jenkins project, and because, now I can see everyone starting to listen to Mick Jenkins more and more often. And it's pretty cool. That's how you know I feel about saying? Drake, and you know, Drake. Norm as a Drake, but like <laughs> you go, you, you, but like you know what we're saying, like you know, we no, that saw is how Drake we did back in 06. when yeah. you guys weren't bumping him. That's facts. It wasn't before his first album. Since two thousand seven, two thousand eight, we've been bumping Drake in Toronto. That is, and a fact. seeing that come up and seeing where he's become right now, it's huge for us. We it, like it's 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 fun to see, but you know, I I like what I'm seeing from Code of the Friend. Like I said, it reminds me a lot. He just musically reminds me a lot of Mick Jenkins. Actually, the first thing I asked when I listened to him, I'm like, is, is this guy from it? Chicago? And he was not. And, and I looked at that's what made me look at the artist bio to see he's from Brooklyn. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Because it sounds like he has that Chicago flair him, to yeah. him. Um, shout out to my guy, Justin BKC. You already know what it is. BKC, um, shout out to Justin, man. And shout out to Pivot Gang, just because, you know, Justin's cool with them. That's all <laughs> I had for albums, though. Like I said, let's talk about some of the singles that we actually listened to. Oh, um, I closed that. Yeah, I closed it too. Uh, I, I listened to the Meg The Stallion. I wasn't feeling it. Okay. I think I just don't. I'm, I think I'm, I just don't like Meg's music. I wouldn't even lie to you. I'm not a fan of her music. Neither am I, and and I'm saying that objectively. Um, you know, I, I'm not. I just can't. Like her flow is not it. For exactly, me. her flow. Like it's like it's very elementary. Yes, like, yes that's, that's the perfect way to put it. Like you know, you can't change your flow up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just, and I want to pull up. Like it's just very like one dimensional. Yes. There's no. Yes. Like, even when she tries to add inflections to some words, just kind of like eh, it's not really there. And for our women listeners, um, a lot of male artists also fall into the same oh, category. Yeah. We don't talk about because I can't listen to that man for the life of me because he's one dimensional. Yes. So it's yes. like you know this is not just a, just a woman thing. But um, I listen to the song. What I would say is because 
I can take myself out of my personal enjoyment and I can put myself into the shoes of her audience. Yeah. And I think this is a very necessary step for her. I really like what she did with this single because although we felt like the flow was still the same in a lot of ways, uh, it was a slower song. It the was. BPMs was lower. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't just kind of that twerk feel to it. What I thought about the song, though, was I'm like, damn, man, she really she really talking about Moneybag Yo here. And I think Moneybag has a song on his album that kind of sounds like it's talking about Megan Thee Stallion. So, um, those two are not really feeling each other too much right now. Oh, they're not? No, they broke up, man. I don't know about this. They broke up. Shit, you know. I do not. It's not like Sway Lee and his girl. What the hell's happening with that relationship? I don't fucking know. Uh, I listened to the Jesse Reyes. Uh, Jesse How Reyes. Was that? I like Jesse Reyes. I, I like she, it. I she you has know, a good voice. Good voice. She definitely has a powerful voice. I like that. Um, you know, shout out to her. Uh, always going to be shout out to her. I listened to Doja Cat, Boss Bitch. Nine, 18 seconds in. I told you. You said it literally just, I fast forward halfway through. I'm like, this is Nikki. Yeah, I, I, I came like, I was like this. At that moment, I said, I'm not feeling this. I was like, thank God. I first said, thank God I'm listening to these on my earphones and not out loud. <laughs> oh, and then I continued. Ain't tryna, I ain't tryna. Yeah, ain't tryna be cool like you. Wobbling around in your high heels, shoes, I'm clumsy. Made friends with the floor. Onika Tanya Maraj. Onika Tanya Maraj. Onika Tanya Maraj. Onika Tanya Maraj. That's Tanya Maraj. Oh, I will tell you, I want to do go listen to her album. It does. It is. We sound, sound like I actually love Doja Cat. That's the funny part. She sounds good. Don't I, get me wrong. <laughs> She just sounds like Pop Nikki, but she still sounds good. I, 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 like I love her. everything about Doja Cat, right? She's super dope. Um, I just make fun of the fact that she sounds like Nikki. Yeah, it's what we're going to do till she stops. Uh, I couldn't find the, the Kali Uchis track, like yeah, I mentioned. I didn't uh, bum anything else. I bummed the Toby track, featuring the game. Okay, tell me City more. Blues is a song off his album. Yes, so says I do remember it, and that was one of your albums of the year. Yes. I didn't, it didn't make my album of the year because I forgot about it. <laughs> yes, but it should have because it you yes. were on that. You were I still on, on, still on that. that. Uh, it was fire. You know, the game dropped. Uh, I only did strong like once or twice. So okay. I didn't really take in the game's verse, but he didn't sound out of place. Right. He sounded like, okay, like, you know, I'm here to support my boy or this okay, guy. Okay, okay, okay. So, did it sound like kind of like what I mentioned where he sent the song, he got a 16 yes. back? Or did it just, like, did it didn't sound any kind of... It didn't kinda... sound like they were in the studio together. Yeah, yeah. But, Whatever. It didn't sound bad. It is what it is. And I mean, it's, it's for the look. It's for the, the, for the game feature. Fans. Exactly. exactly. And, you know, it, it, it expands games uh, audience, so to speak. Exactly. It's an R&B audience. It's, a, you know, a, a more of an increasing women audience, as an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Toby, he gets the namesake of, of game. The game. So the game definitely a win-win situation. And again, like we said, shout out to Toby for just getting these bigger names, uh, these bigger acts, these bigger yep. names, these bigger... That's how you know. That's everything how is bigger it shows and your status. Yes. Or not your status, but it shows what your reach. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I guess let's end off that music potpourri. You ready for that? Yes, sir. So let's ask that question. What is in your rotation, sir? Am I starting this week off? Uh, please do. Um, or I said that. Please excuse me for being antisocial by Roddy Rich. Yeah, that's not, I don't think that's going to leave this year at I all. I feel you. Um, Fivio Foreign. Big drip. I'm in love with a little bitch. Hey. She want to suck on my lip dick. Hey. Yo, that song is hard. I've owned that song like at least 20 times a day. Damn. Um, time served, money bag, yo. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. Just, just those first three tries get mm-hmm. me so amped. Mm-hmm. That little bitch baby. You bitch, you played. Yo, <laughs> yeah. that song has me, yo. <laughs> Come on, man. You played. Stop it. You played. Some of the songs, and not all the songs, but some of the songs from Music to be Mortified by Eminem. Yes. Okay. Especially Godzilla. 
Because that features my boy. Because um, it has 229 words in 30 seconds? Nope. Just because of Juice World. Juice World goes nuts oh. on that. Holy Every time there's that song, fuck, I'm like, yo, man. we can never get this again. He goes nuts on Fucking that. Juice World. So speaking of someone that you saw on the come up. Okay. This song I've known from the come up. Cheers. And I listen to all the songs from the come up. No, it's not J. Cole. Okay. That was, it's, uh, um, hold on. <laughs> no, let me, let me, no. Acknowledge your efforts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, plus by Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. Uh, Multiply by Ed Sheeran. Plus by Ed Sheeran. Multiply by Ed Sheeran. Wait. You know what the number third album is called? Division. Divide. <laughs> oh, Divide. I would say Division, the artist. Um, I've been listening to Ed Sheeran since before his first album. So yes, I remember that. That's your I could see the... Tra- I saw the transition too. He went from like this guy with his guitar to a full-blown production by his third album. It's kind of like the setup. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> For real. It really Yo. is. It Damn. really is. Um, so I just did those three. NF. Um... The search, you can see I was in my white boy bag that day. Yeah, you, you know, you're definitely in your white boy bag. <laughs> then I switched it up to Jack Boys. Okay. That Still song, Gotti. I'm joking. Big Drip. Oh, oh not, not Big Drip. Wrong song. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, Gotti. Well, I can't remember how that song goes, but the song with Pop Smoke on it. I think, okay, yes, yeah, yeah. Big Drip's yeah. still stuck in my head. Anytime I think about that song, I still think Big Drip. Well, same, same lane, same genre, yeah. same subgenre. Um, Psychodrama by Dave. Of course. I bumped that. Of that course. album was, it was, it was my therapy one morning. Mm. I had to bump it. And uh, I'm going to add this in there. Nothing new by Roddy Rich and Pressa. Yeah. Because I've bumped that song at it's least good one. 20 I like times. It. I like it. I you think that's, it? Uh, I, again, I heard it on Instagram. Oh, yeah, you said you did. Yes. I liked it. It sounds like Roddy Rich. I was definitely feeling it. Um, This is Kanye West. I was in my Kanye bag. Have to. And uh, I bumped Kevin Gates. I'm him. Okay. I bumped YMW Melly. Melly versus Melvin. And I bumped, oh, wait, oh that's Big Drip. <laughs> you know, you know that you asked me whose verse was better on "Life Is Good" Future or Future or Drake. I- I'm switching that shit to Future. Let's go, body that shit. Let's go, shit. Yo, Future. <laughs> I just remember, I was like, Yo, Drake. Drake has like quotables, but like Future was just Future. On you know that. what's so funny though? I was listening to that song and I was like, let's say like this is the spectrum. I'm just gonna use zero to one hundred, yeah. whatever fifty is. I feel both. Zero is I only feel Drake. Hundred is I only I feel, feel future. future. So I was probably at like eighty, right? Like future versus future better, most. right? I listened to it a few more times. I'm like, you're sliding down. I'm like sixty-one future now. <laughs> yeah, I'm like seventy. But future. and you're and you're pushing the other way. Yes. But no, Drake Drake went cold on that one. But no, future smokes. I like future. Future one. smokes on that one. Hundred grand for cheapest ring on a nigga's finger. Or whatever you call that versus. Jeez, that was a hard line. Um, so what's I'm, your I'm gonna get into mine. So yes, in terms please. of my rotation, uh, Fivio Foreign, man, we're starting there. Yes. Uh, Richer than ever, featuring Rich the Kid. <laughs> Rich the Kid, love that song. I did find the Bad Boys for Life soundtrack. So did you bump that? Enjoyed it. This is Miami music. Do you do you hear what I said when I say Jaden just felt out of place? No. Oh, okay, because I felt Jaden. I'm gonna out say out yes place. and no. I'm gonna say to some degree he felt out of place, but to another degree, picture Fast and the Furious Miami racing. And I'm not I'm not saying it's it's set there or anything yeah. like that, but. I just picture that like beach life, mm-hmm. Miami Beach, that type thing, and you can have a younger California I quote guess. unquote sounding track that fit perfectly. Yeah. But then at the same time, I was like, okay, we're getting like, meek uh, you know, Meek. I like the Uptown part too, by the way. Uptown part. Who's on that one? Uh, it was Meek, just Meek and uh, Faruko. I don't oh, know yeah. who Faruko is, but it is. He's a Meek and Fab Track. Yeah. Came out with the part two. I'm like. 
damn, we starting here with this run album? It, run it out, run it out. And then the City Girls, and then uh, I love the Black Eyed Peas song. Uh, Ritmo, Ritmo. Yo, that was hard. That song was hard. I like the Black Eyed Peas song. That song is so... It's so Black Eyed Peas. They just, they just take turns taking the most popular beat, throw a new word on it. Ritmo. And now it's a new song. That's like, it. Um, but that was hard. And then again, the Rick Ross, uh, Quavo, Rich Kid, the song after that. But uh, I like Movelo, Movelo, the the J Balvin one. There's a lot of Spanish. I'm oh, sorry, the Nicky Jam one and Daddy Yankee. No, I was like, yo, why is it bare Spanish? I was like, oh, wait, it's Miami. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I was feeling it, though. I really I really enjoyed that soundtrack. I enjoyed it. Definitely. Uh, I bumped My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by yep. Kanye, so that's why I understand why you're on This Is Kanye West. Uh, <laughs> I, I had Spotify. a Kanye vibe going on. I don't know. Absolutely. Uh, our... Our plays are very similar this week. I also bumped Time Served, Moneybag Yo. It's a good album. Very much enjoyed it. Uh, Revenge of the Dreamers, Director's Cut, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, really Extended enjoyed cuts. that. I didn't listen to that. I um, to that again, some of my favorites on the extended part of the album. I really like Buss It by Ari Lennox. I really like Big Black Truck. I love Still Up uh, by Earth Gang and Reason. Um, I really like No Chorus. And I really like Still Dreamin' as well as Revenge. Uh, some really good songs on there. I bumped a Pop Smoke single. Um, I think this either was a new one this week or last week. Christopher Walking. It's new this week. It was one of him say, yo, I got out of jail, so fuck everybody. Here's my new track. Yeah. Uh, Meek Mill Championships. Hard out. Went back and I bumped that. That's super hard. I wanted to bump uh, Baby Rose to myself. Who's that? Uh, Baby Rose. Again, she... Uh, very, very soulful voice. Very okay. powerful voice. Very powerful R&B voice. She's kind of in that quote-unquote sleepy subgenre of, of R&B that I like. Uh, again, she's been featured on a lot of Dreamville projects. Uh, I think she's been featured on Snow Allegra projects. Okay, okay. And I know that she opened up for Snow, Snow Allegra. Allegra. Um, so she's super dope. Again, she's one of those voices that I said, I'm going to stick uh, stick around with. I'm going to continue to follow. And I'll be honest with you, I can't unhear her now. And oh, what wow. I mean by that is like her voice is so perfect for certain situations that you think about her voice when you think exactly about, mm, you know what i'm saying um i was gonna play an example but forget that i wanted <laughs> to bump uh grow grow by sasha cha oh sasha you cha. remember the name you remember yes, the I name of sasha course cha. uh shout out, to sasha. shout out to sasha super dope always always good energy appreciate her at all times uh, i bumped her ep that one's called grow that one came out september 2019 uh, again sasha cha uh, sasha is spelt as you hear it Cha is C H A A. So definitely go download her music and show her some love. Bears Like This Too by Spillage Village. I bumped. I bumped uh, Pop Smoke's album, Meet the Woo. Oh, he has an album? Uh, came out, it was a nine song project that came out July of last year. Oh, damn. It was okay. Enjoyed it. still deep? <laughs> of course, right? Uh, I bumped, I really like that Grime Shutdown playlist that I talked about on Spotify. Okay. It's so grimy. It has, uh, it's grimy. Is it grime music? Of course, yeah. UK grime. The first song on mm. it is "Still Disappointed" by Stormzy. <laughs> Damn. Um, I heard that beef was like he had some good songs in that beef. Stormzy was going nuts. I gotta listen to that. Going nuts. You gotta listen to it. You definitely would like it. Uh, Snow Allegra. Ugh, those feels again. Ugh. Bump that. I bump Black Love by Basque. Uh, shout out to Run the Tape Podcast, Cozy Uchechi. Y'all know what it is already. Um, again, they did the the work with Basque. I don't know to mm-hmm. what extent. But Basque New York, they have a playlist called BLKLV, okay. Black Love by Basque. Um, so shout out to that. Uh, I bumped Marlon Palmer's playlist, of course, shout R&B 2K19. Still enjoying that one a little bit more than R&B 2K20. But uh, the 2K20 obviously is forming as we speak. 
Beyond that, I bumped the Free Nationals album. Of course, self-titled album, Free Nationals. Uh, Mick Jenkins, Circus. Did I say on the podcast two weeks ago that this is already going to be in my top five? You did. Yeah. You always said it's already your top album for the year. Yeah. Like your yeah. top album for half the year This is the one. This is the one. It's going to run you through the year. Remember I said this. You did say that. Episode 90. This is the one. So when we uh-huh. talk on uh, episode 140... Just know yeah, I said that. Right? I will remember that. Uh, Smino Noir. I wanted mm-hmm. to go back and bump Our that. Album. I can't believe that one came out in 2018 because I love that album That's so like, much. I feel like that was like five years ago. Yeah, that, was, that was like a year and a half ago. It's like a year and four months. It's not feels that like, long. It feels like seven months. It does. What well, well, do you consume <laughs> music now? Very true. Very true. I will include Lyrics to Go Volume 1 uh, by Code of the Friend because I did bump that more than once. <laughs> well, it's 15 minutes. But exactly. <laughs> bump that shit in an hour, we really bumped it four times. Exactly. Beyond that, in terms of podcasts, uh, A Waste of Time by It's The Real. Mm. Uh, they had a great conversation with Joe Budden on there, oh, so I wanted to listen, to listen to that. Uh, I bumped Need to Know podcast as usual. Shout, shout out to, to Alex. Shout out to Steph. Shout out to Savon. Shout out to Savon. Uh, they did an interview with uh, Parks, Parks and and his, and his uh, fiance Rem. Uh, and, and they're super dope. So shout out to them as always. Uh, I bumped a dissect podcast. I'm you starting to that. starting to speed up a little bit more. I want to get I, I do the Kendrick want to album. That yeah, you'd enjoy it. I, I do want because I like the behind the scenes of music. I, exactly. I I love going to rap genius and saying, oh, so that's what they meant. Exactly, when said that. and and oh. you put me on rap genius. You know what I'm saying? So it was like just that kind of behind the scenes thing is yeah. like, man, give me that. I want exactly. that. It makes you relate to the music more when you know where it's coming from. And honestly, when you listen to Dissect Podcast with the Kendrick Dam album, you're like, this is the greatest album on the planet. <laughs> that's, <laughs> why still like, that's why you like it that much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but no, that's super dope. Again, shout out to Need to Know Podcast. Um, bumped. That's kind of it. Right, awesome. That's kind of it. Joe Button Podcast as well. Incorporated in there. Extra Gravy as well, of course. Um, you know, Run the Tape Pod, of course. Kind of just the usual suspects. The usual. Uh, let's just get into random thoughts. Let's go. All right, let's do it, man. I want to talk about Delonte West. Sorry. Obviously, um, we've all seen what has happened at this point, so I don't need to necessarily Great run job. back the scenario. I do you just want to talk it. about what some people have said. Um, so we know Jameer Nelson was one of the people that spoke yep. sort of the truest <laughs> to the situation um, that was going on. I'll just, I want to read what he says because I do like what he's talking about, and I think it's really a good message um, just to have a PSA on. It is. Right? So he says, I'm sick today to my stomach right now seeing the videos of Delante. To answer everybody that's reaching out to me about his situation, all we can do is pray for him and his family and hope that he seeks the proper help. Mental illness is something that a lot of people deal with and don't even know about it until sometimes it's too late. It's, uh, I'm not sure what exactly is going on with D. West, but he knows that I'm in his corner and I will help him get through this. Yes, I've spoken to him over the past several months. Just trying to be there for him as a friend. One thing I do know, if you're having a mental, emotional, or physical setback in your life and you need to talk to someone, and when I say talk to somebody, I mean like a doctor or doctors, not your parents, not your homeboy, not your wife, your cousins, etc. Somebody that has credentials in helping people with what you're actually going through. Please be mindful when you're posting videos, pictures, etc. of somebody. You may think you're helping, but you might be hurting them even more. People have kids, and their kids don't deserve to be embarrassed. Please pray. Um, good words there. I, I definitely like what what um, Jameer Nelson said there. I know Phil Martelli, I believe, is a former coach. I could be wrong. Oh, I thought he was the owner of the Houston Rockets. He is? No. No, that's, no. I'm that's Daryl Morey. No? Oh, yeah. That's Daryl Morey. Um, I don't know. That M just confused me. 
He spoke as well. He said, over the past several hours, I have talked with uh, many who are willing to help. Please read and embrace Jameer's wisdom. We're reaching out to our basketball network to get professional help that Delonte needs. This is so very painful. Um, to some degree, I'm not going to lie to you because a lot more people spoke out. Des Bryant spoke out as well. So I'll read his words. He said, I see a lot of dumb comments where folks are making a lot of fun of Delonte West. This is not a joking matter. I'm going to figure out how I can help him. He needs to be in rehab or something. Uh, who else spoke out? Cuban and Ainge. Yep. Mark Cuban, Danny Ainge. Owner they spoke out as well. And GM of <clears throat> the Boston Celtics, respectively. They have offered to help Delonte in se uh, several times in the past, of course. Mm -hmm. They're trying to help him find his place in life uh, and extending a well, uh, helping hand by offering him work and contacting people close to him. Um, to some degree, this reminds me of uh, Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes or the Oscars or whatever the fuck he One said, where he's like, listen, man. Y'all are just faking it. Like, y'all don't care. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all don't y'all don't really care. Y'all are just faking that, it. Um, on the other hand, of course, I say, you know what? These guys have a platform. These guys have a million followers, two million followers, whatever they have. So even if they're faking it, it's still a good thing. It's still a net positive effect. But ultimately, the question that I want to ask is, do you think the NBA should do something about this? Or, like, just does the NBA have a responsibility towards this? Yes and no. Okay, tell me more. So, and shout out to the NFBA because they're going to kill oh, yeah, us we gotta, we gotta if we don't them shout them out. We got to shout, shout out to, um, you know what, let me give them a proper shout out. Yes. Shout out to the most competitive fantasy league, fantasy basketball league. I ain't doing that good this in year. In existence. But, you know, um, NFBA, uh, the National No Govies Basketball Association. Oh, I thought it was for fantasy. Is it? I thought it was National Fantasy Basketball I thought it was for the commission. That would make sense too. He rigs uh, it. <laughs> so you know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, I thought it was for the commish, but yeah, and again we won't we won't say govies, but um I thought it was. Yeah. But you know, we had a really good uh chat in there about the whole Delante West situation. And you know, it was really along the question of do you think the NBA should have a union? Do you ah. think they should have something where it's almost like think about work. When you work, um yeah, and, and I mean, you know, I work in you know, we, yes, the industry, we work. Uh, the industry. So I understand it, yes. but basically, your workplace has the responsibility to make sure you have income for life, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. So if you work multiple years at a job, you're building up that yes. respective retirement yep. pool, and that respective retirement pool is always locked in. Mm -hmm. Now there are exceptions. There are special occasions where you can take that money out, but for the most part, for mm -hmm. your life, that money stays, stays locked. There with only a certain amount unlocking per year. And again, the reason why, although clients get very frustrated by that, it's in place because that employer has sort of the obligation and the right, yep. not the right, sorry, the, the, the obligation. obligation to ensure that you have income for the rest of your mm -hmm. life. Shouldn't the NBA have something similar? They should. You know so what I'm they saying? they don't have anything like that? I don't know. Now, that that they is a fair point. We retired... know nothing. We're just... Two people talking shit on a podcast. Make that be clear. Yes, exactly. We don't know anything about what the well, actual if they don't, are behind the scene. I also don't think the NBA should. And this is just thinking from a business perspective. Yeah, of course. That they can't do this for... No offense to Dante, but he's not the only one that has gone through Going this. through things. This is just the biggest one we've seen. Right. But I'm pretty sure if they do something for Delonte, there's going to be that next guy that was like, yo, I played three seasons with the Celtics. I'm right. broke as hell. Now, this I played is seven where, seasons with this guy. I'm broke as hell. Again, I don't know if the NBA is already doing this, but this is where I think it could work. 
you just have to have a pension style system. If you do three years or more, you make X amount. If you do five years or more, you make X amount. If you make 10 years or more, you make X amount. Because like Delonte West was in the years uh, in the league for what seven, eight, nine, ten years for a long time. We knew who Delonte West was. So how is he not at that quote unquote tenured part of his career where he should be receiving some kind of life income from the NBA? I'm is that the devil's advocate here. Go ahead. Say, what if there is like how people get welfare checks and then they just blow it on other shit? Now, okay, and I'm just saying like maybe no, he is course. getting a check. Maybe it is that, and he's blowing it. And maybe it is, again. We don't know. We're two people talking shit I would on think a podcast. The NBA would have, or and NFB the players association. NFB the no. NF, <laughs> NFPA. Uh, uh, NFPA would. Oh, the N, the uh, NBPA, the NBFPA, whatever the players association. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. The shit that Chris NBPA. Paul NBPA. The shit that Chris Paul runs. That's why Chris Paul's making forty four M's. Will have something like that in place for players right. like this guy. I think the NFL did something. Like the union, the players union, was like, "Yo, our guys are going broke a lot." Yeah. So we're gonna set this thing in place. If and it's they, not in place, it should be. It should That's be. All I'm and I think say. this is the um, this is the learning curve. This is where they see oh yeah. shit, yeah. we've been fucking up. Do you think any players should have a responsibility of doing anything? It's no one's responsibility. Absolutely, at the end of the day. I agree with you. But I agree you know, with you. If you played with him, you were cool with him. Mm-hmm. I would think you would want to see him do good. Now, if you played with him, what would you try to do? You personally? I'd reach out to him. Like, I think uh, I'd reach out. I think I would try to find you know, him more. Good. Like, um. Yeah, like you know, you, let's say if I'm if I'm like uh and I'm just using names because I know kind of what they're yeah. doing. If I'm like a Matt Barnes or a Stephen Jackson running the podcast or doing this, doing do that. Some behind the scenes do some behind the scenes shit. You make a little, you know, paycheck on the side type thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um you no know, basketball. I'll say go be a high school, get him a coach as a high school. He he was a professional coach basketball school, player. That um, does take a you, you do know a basketball, basketball podcast and, exactly. and get picked up by ESPN or some shit, right? And There's again, so obviously much- we're making it Sound yeah. easy. We're just making it sound. But, we're just talking shit. Yeah, on exactly. Podcast again. On podcast. Uh, you know, to be clear for the room, um, yeah, you know, we, we we're very aware of what we're saying. It's like kind of like the no job scenario where oh, yeah. just go out and get a job. No, exactly. It's not we, that we easy. get that. We understand that. Yeah. But like I said, and I you know technically we're speaking yeah. technically. Uh, shall we move on? Yes, please. What are we moving on to? Let's move on to spicy. 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 Pascal. Yo, I need to ask you a question, yo. Is that why you change your name to uh, P Shoots? Because P Skills? <laughs> nah, I, yeah. yo, I wanted to be more like uh, photo based. Because 4K mm. is uh, like a video resolution. Uh, I swear to say. True. But, but, but 4K Poly sounds way it harder. It rolls bro. nice. Like 4K Poly. Now 4K Poly sounds way harder. What was it before? P Skills? P Skills? Nah, it wasn't. I tried to change it to Polypixel. Poly Polypixel. Pixel. Nah, that sounds like. Nah, that's like a kid. Like, you Polypixel. Poly like it, no, it's, it's sick though it works that's that's a youtube Polypixel. name that sounds, that sounds like a youtube name it does polypixel Yo, you know speaking of youtube i just found out that logan paul and jake paul are not brothers. the same people they're brothers like i'm not, I'm not saying like i didn't know like i'm not saying like i didn't know they're the same but whenever someone said logan paul i just thought of like, i thought you were gonna say like, i just found the out they were brothers i'm like yeah brothers. Like, jake paul, i was like yeah the youtuber like i never once thought like they were two separate you know what, people though? i only found out because of boxing <laughs> and, and obviously like, i pay attention so i yeah. see like logan paul i'm gonna say paul for a second my god um, I seen Logan Paul and Jake Paul's corner. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I just thought they were the same. I, I thought like they were just a YouTuber. So when I said Jake Paul, I was like, yeah, the, the Paul guy. Like, I, yeah, I didn't think definitely. of it as two separate people. It was just funny. Uh, Siakam. Back to Spicy P. So somebody uh, made a life-sized snow sculpture of Pascal Siakam that spins. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was hard. He's spinning on that. Pause. Um, <laughs> That's a heavy pause. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, speaking of Pascal Siakam, man, let's talk about the All Star Game starters. Man. Oh, sorry, can we just go back to that ice sculpture? You know what? Okay. So, um, you know what Pascal Siakam's comment was on, I think it was on Instagram on the guy's post. You said it was spicy. It was like, ha ha ha, sick. Yes, but I can picture him like ha 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 ha. Sick. Yeah, I, I get it. He might had more emotions, but I just felt like you know, like oh, know, thanks like, for this more, nice. Like, give me like, more. DM me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Um, uh, but I want to say uh, a round of applause for the All Star Game yes, starters. Please. A shout out in their own right, but of course it doesn't fit in the music potpourri section, so it is what it is. Yep. Um, the Eastern Conference NBA All Star starters uh, at one of the forward positions we have Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, at one of the forward positions, we have Joel Embiid. Uh, the two guard positions are taken by Kemba Walker and Trey Young. Let's go. Uh, and then, of course, the other forward slot is going to none other than Pascal Siakam. Spicy. Toronto's very young. Any surprises there? Any names that you thought would be included? Um, uh, Jimmy Butler. But he did. Okay. He did. He did missed, miss a few games. Yeah, he missed some games. Although everyone taking on this list has missed games, than Giannis, <laughs> really and truly. And yeah, uh, I'm a. Who are, who are you thinking? I mean, I I'm I'm not gonna say surprised statistically, but I'm gonna say surprised. Not even based on namesake either, but just almost like based on like I don't know. But Trey Young to some degree is a surprise starter for me. Um, not again, not statistically, he's a monster, but I just thought there's kind of more quote unquote traditional names to have. And that's where I thought a Jimmy would take that second slot. I think Jimmy won in like the player and fans or player and coaches, but he didn't win the fans. And like yeah, the way it was the weighted, way they, yeah. yeah, it was like, there was two people that were like, if it was just fans and coaches, they would have been on it. But, and that's why, uh, who was it that said, I think it was Danny Ainge that said, oh, this is dumb. It yeah. should only he's be just mad because Tatum and yeah. yeah. Uh, exactly. Anyways, in the Western Conference, we have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, and James Harden. I mean, it, it, that's pretty tight. I, you can't take any single name out of there. You really can't. Um, I'm a little su- not surprised because it is fan voting, but I wonder if Kawhi is the only name you could argue because of uh, how much games he's missed. Yeah. Uh, but when he is playing, he is super tight. When rock he's, solid. When Kawhi's yeah. playing, he's what twenty five and eight. Yeah. Easy. Definitely. So. We're going to do a quick, quick rock, paper, scissors. Uh-huh. I'm Giannis. You're LeBron. We pick our teams. Let's Fuck. go. Fuck. Okay. Uh, right here. Okay. Rock, rock, paper, scissors. Yes, I get <laughs> Okay, um, LeBron. I'm, who am I? I'm Bron or I'm You're Bron. Shit. Why I got to be Bron? No, I want Bron. I want to be Bron. Okay. Uh, I'm going Anthony Davis. Jeez. I am going with Spicy P. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm going with um, Luka Doncic. Ooh, this guy's going with the whole team. The whole I'm going with Trey Young. Fuck. Uh, I'm going one. with uh, James. Oh, no. I'm going with. Uh, fuck. I'm going with James Harden. Yeah, fuck. That was my next girl. The next one. I'm going with. Fuck, you took Luca already. I don't want to just be East versus West. So because of that, I'll go with. Oh, you took AD. Fuck. You took Luca. Let's get to Kawhi. I'm going with Kawhi. And I'm going to go with uh, Joel Embiid. Now, my yeah. team is nuts. My team is way better than yours. Wow. That just shows that I am the more elite and FBA. Trey Young than you are. Um, my team is hurt. <laughs> Zion, your guy Zion Yo, came back for his first. Welcome game. to the NBA. Looking everyone, like Michael Porter Jr. I mean, everyone's he saying he's good. just a dunker. He's just a dunker. Nah, man, that, that man look, knows how to that play. That boy looked chunky. Yeah, he looks chunky. So that boy looked chunky. I will tell you that much. He looked like your uncle at the fry at the stir fry or whatever. Yo, that guy. That boy looked <laughs> chunky at the stir fry. Not the, the fry. What is that? The fish called? fry. The fish fry. There we go. I have <laughs> stir fry. The stir fry. You almost caught me off guard, but you know we're at minute number ninety. So, so yeah, at this point, it's that time when we don't really catch everything. Um, 
the box. Pull another coupe at the lot. Total fuck 12 fuck swat. On violin. <laughs> hard. It's loading. It's hard. <laughs> I hit the mute button. I want to put my piano on organ mode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Of course we're They're recording. recording. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it was played on another instrument as well. Um, the cello. Was it a cello? Oh, let me see if it's the same video I saw. No, that's not the video I saw. Shit, this, guy, this guy's have... on the uh, sax, no? Or is this trumpet? Is that an oboe? Is that an oboe? I don't know. <laughs> it's getting to the point where I'm like, what? Let me play this. Let me see if I can find the other one. Okay, hold on. Sure, that's your wedding Arabian Nights all of a sudden. You know when you sing the American anthem? <laughs> you do it a lot for Was that Kurt? Was The Fergie intro? So I definitely got to learn it on the piano now. You definitely do. I mean, that that just confirms that. Yep. Um, I can't find the cello version, but there was a cello version as well, I saw. True, Dad. Did you hear about Shia LaBeouf? What do you do? He apparently is writing... Uh, Shia LaBeouf a wrote a movie <laughs> based on the life of Kevin Abstract. Oh, okay. You write a movie on someone else's life. Por que no? Uh, your boy, Larry Fitz. Yes, that's my boy. Shout out to Arizona Cardinals. Larry Fitzgerald. Um, you love to see this. You love hearing about black ownership. Uh, this yep. definitely could have gone in the shout out section as well. Larry Fitzgerald has purchased a minority stake in the Phoenix Suns. Hey. I love this move. I do think Phoenix is going to be an extremely valuable franchise They're gonna um, be good. very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that the league is pushing for Phoenix to become a good franchise. Yeah, they, they, were, they started the season hot and then they kind of cooled down. Yeah, they definitely kind of cooled down. But... Uh, you know what, man? I think it's time that we cool down as well. I have one more thing. Damn it. You know... <laughs> I had the perfect segue, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> you know James Gordon? Um, James Gordon. Car- yeah, yeah, I see you saw, I, I only saw a screenshot of it. He's driving, driving the car. Bro, you have to see it. So the video I saw is it. like, oh, it's you and Justin Bieber, da 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 And the man's being carried. Yo, it, it changes the way I view it. And that shit won a Grammy? I mean, that shit won an Oscar? It changes the... To get them, give them back. Golden Globe or whatever? Whatever. One of those white people awards. Anyways, man. Speaking cool of cooling down. off... <laughs> Because I'm still rolling with that. I like uh, it. Please do one thing. <clears throat> Cue that music so we can get out of here. Because with that being said, that will bring us to the end. The unfortunate end 
of another episode of the True North Views podcast. It's been a good one. It's been a fun one. Episode 90, we ask one favor of you guys. Please continue that conversation by telling a friend to tell 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 a friend. friend. You already know what it is. A six degrees of separation. You know what I'm saying? Now, as usual, I go by the name of Harris. And I'm the... Skirt master, Mr. Triple Double No Assist, stealing 64 mil from the TTC. I hope the turnstile because I'm an NBA champion. You already know who I am, just Shola. And uh, please, 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 before we officially sign off, tell them that number one rule. Yo, watch out for the waste ones. Watch out for the motherfucking waste mans. Now, I don't say a it anymore, so I'm going to say... We are out of here. We appreciate you guys listening. If you made it to this point, you're super dope. And if you do hashtag, no, I'm joking. Uh, I was going to do, you know, freestyle some shit. But anyways, man, uh, we are out of here. We appreciate it. True North Views podcast, episode 90. Peace. (laughs)